0: hello and welcome to episode 15 of the roughed up podcast we've got our 2018 to 19 nfl preview show joining me tonight mike roy hey what's up matt armstrong
1: god bless america
0: <laughs> matt armstrong do you have a message for the fans yeah never kneeling <laughs> uh, tim tim rodriguez is our final member rounding out the show hitting uh, hitting third today
2: <laughs> hey, guys.
0: hey guys how you doing we're doing well doing well all right so week one NFL here we are feels like just yesterday that the uh Pats decided to throw away another Super Bowl but uh nonetheless season kicks off September 6th Atlanta Falcons at the Philadelphia Eagles Falcons are a one point underdog let's no. start let's kick it off with uh no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's kick it out. Oh, let's right. let's kick right. it over to Marin Mike. <laughs> He's
3: calling in Bucky. He's like, these lines are all. He's like,
1: no, they can't be it's right. It's been so long, I forgot what like a dog. I'm looking at like plus one. I'm like, that's not a dog. Like, oh yeah, it is.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's on top of his game tonight. This boy. is this is the expert you want to be hearing from. <laughs> <laughs> He's forgotten what betting lines look like. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, listen. This is the man you want to. This man won forty units last year. You want to put your money in behind his his uh, his, his picks. We All got right. only the best picks here. All right, Marin, Mike, what do you got on this one?
1: So, uh, this is the first time I've seen this line at one. I guess with the Carson Wentz news, it's that's right the news? news. One. What's the if, news, Wilson? Oh, that. So yeah, Wentz is not playing. Right? They named Nick Foles a starter. Yeah. A couple days ago, is he or, hurt or he just um, won the job? Well, he's still recovering. From he's coming his off injury. Health.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Was it
2: like a shoulder injury or knee? No, no knee? knee guy. Yeah. He, he Blew
0: out his ACL. Well, uh, yes. Nick Foles. So, so where did that move the line?
1: So I think it opened at three or three and a half Eagles, maybe even four Eagles minus four, and now it's Eagles minus one.
0: Really? So and, so Foles yeah. is three points worse than Wentz.
3: Yeah. yeah. So, well, to, I don't, I don't I ahead, think maybe ahead. when it opened, but I think this whole week it's moved to like three to two and a half, and now it's at one. So I, it, yeah, it's been dropping. It, it makes sense that like there's a lot of Philly money that comes in here, you know, ready to back uh, Big Dick Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. well, he has not been picked in the preseason he's been watching the Eagles game who cares I'm about the preseason
3: watching preseason are you
1: kidding, You're kidding? Like, he throws picks every other throw like that's did you sorry. watch his like, scrims yeah, too yeah he, he
3: he, uh, <laughs> he, knows he, he only Super Bowls now he wants to he win, just, win yeah, he just hard that.
0: carried a Super Bowl last scene last scene burning the Patriots
1: all right, well, yeah. So I agree that the preseason really is is god-awful and meaningless, but you do want to see at least something, like some positivity, some some a cohesion. Granted, he was playing with, like, the twos and threes, so not even the ones, but he looked kind of lost and confused. And he said that he needed to get it better himself. But, and, and now he's starting opening night of the season against the Falcons. Um, I loved the Falcons when they were, like, three- or four-point dogs. And, I mean, so... Now I'm only getting one point with them, but I still love them here. I think they're just going to beat up on Nick Foles. I think the Falcons will roll in here with Jay Ajay, I think it's still questionable. Alshon Jeffrey is still questionable. I mean, they've been banged up all preseason and in the past few games. So who knows if they're full go. And it just makes me love the Falcons even more. and just want to pile on money on them, uh, even at plus one. It's uh, I, I see them... There hasn't really been much news out of Falcons camp, as far as I've seen, or passed my plate with, like, Big injuries or anything. So I just see them as a very focused, like kind of quietly competent, solid team. And the Eagles have all this fanfare, all this, you know, of a Super Bowl win, all this public attention, Wentz, Foles, drama, and like who's starting. And I think that just plays all of the Falcons' favor that they just can come in and just quietly just do their work and all the stars are going to shine. Um, I think this is an easy, not a blowout win, but an easy win for the Falcons.
0: Marin County Mike, bringing it all the way back from forgetting what a, an underdog looked like to the deep <laughs> analysis and multiple, multiple preseason NFL references. I like it. Hell yeah! <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's get let's get back in gear here, Army Tim. Quick picks on this one.
2: Uh, you want to go first, with Army, or you want me? Shoot, sure, Tim. Uh, I mean, considering everything that's going on with the Eagles right now, I, I do like the Falcons. I don't think it will be a blowout by any means, but I think it'll be a close game. I think the Falcons will pull it out. I think it will be like a three-point game, which would we'll cover. So I mean, it's it, everything that's going on in terms of injuries to Wentz. Nick Foles did play well in the Super Bowl, but it's a new year. S- stuff can happen. Same year, um, actually.
0: It was this year. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Technically speaking. <laughs> it's I mean, not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I, I do like the Falcons in this game. I think they're a lot healthier going into this game, which is always plays a major factor. Um, and, and that and that Wentz news that he possibly could be out the first three weeks of the season, like that's not news you want to be hearing as an Eagles fan. Um, those are my two cents on the matter
3: okay i'll go with the more narrative discussion about how matt ryan's a choker and this is the first big game of the year so this is his obvious first chance at uh looking like a dud on national television
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll uh, yeah i'm on i'll be on the eagles here too um as as you can tell I've, i have a great deal of respect for mr Foles, um and uh and so i'll be i'll be on that side i think uh Eagles, not. A, I mean, uh, Falcons are not a great outdoor team uh, historically. I know it's not quite cold yet here in in uh, on the East Coast, but uh, in fact, Philadelphia will probably be like ninety degrees for this game. Um, but I'll, I'll take the home Super Bowl champions. I feel <laughs> feel pretty good about that.
2: Agreed. Well, one more thing on I'm that. Still I'm so short man yeah. yeah, and after what I saw from Alex Smith, game one. Last year against the Patriots, where he just absolutely torched the Patriots for, I think it was over 400 yards and, and, uh, what was it five touchdowns, four or five touchdowns? I mean, anything can happen on that first game because you have, you have three months to prepare for that first game. I mean, it's really hard to tell what's really going to happen. That's I mean, another,
0: rest- I was going to say, it's another, uh, another chip in the, in the pile for Philly for me. I really like their coach and I do not like Atlanta's coach has
3: Made you think he's a good
2: uh, strategist. I mean, Dan Quinn always puts together good defenses. I, don't, I mean, without Kyle Shanahan calling the plays, they definitely weren't the same team last year. There's no, there's no, there's no definitely no no doubt about that. Uh, Sarkisian is not nearly as quality a play caller as Kyle Shanahan is. I mean, you just see. You just saw a glimpse of what Kyle Shannon was able to do with a competent quarterback with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo last season. I mean, the guy was one, two, or three in every category the last five games. I mean, it, it was it was incredible just watching the turnaround a competent quarterback can do to your team. I mean, well, we'll we'll see what happens on uh, on Thursday night.
0: All right. Should we each pick one game off the board from here on out and then uh, close with the Monday night games?
3: Sure. sure. So. All right. Anyone,
0: any, anyone have one jumping off at them on Sunday?
3: On Sunday? Um, I, I have one ready to go. Let's do it. All right, go. Um, so the Bengals are three-point dogs. Uh, I think they're in sure. Indy, but um, until I see a live luck play, I'm going to fade them for most of the year. I think the Bengals are an 8-8 eight eight team, you know, possible playoff contenders with a weekend Steelers. I just don't like the Colts at all for at least a couple of weeks.
0: Many years of disappointments.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah I, mean, I, 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 agree, I agree with you. Um, the Colts roster is very weak. It's very shallow. Um, luck did look good from what I did see of him, but obviously he's coming off basically sat out the last two years. So, I mean, we won't know until until Sunday which luck we're getting. The one from three years ago or the one from two years ago, they could barely throw a pass. So, I mean, it's it's, it's really tough it's to pick any, I, I any think Colts. if luck has been
3: passed medically and he's throwing the ball well, I'm fine with that. But, like, the idea that the Colts have done anything offensive line worthy to the Defend him. I,
2: I agree. I don't, I don't think. Who's the close starting running back? Who knows at this point? Their so roster. Is score, Marlon score. Mack. I think it's
1: Marlon Mack. Yeah. Who in his, I think his NFL career, um, uh, I think it's like something like over half of his rushes have gone for zero yards, and. <laughs> <laughs> maybe even more, like three-quarters of all the rushes, and this is real, true, have gone for zero yards. And it's like that line, the offensive line, hasn't gotten any better. He can't find holes. He just falls on his face. And they need luck to bail him out. And if he's mobile, he can maybe do some things. But, yeah, like you said, it, until we see anything, honestly, I don't see how can be favorites. It's just like a flat three for the home field. And I think Cincinnati is definitely a better team, and um, I agree with that.
2: Yeah, at least is competent. I won't say they're a good team, but at least they're competent. They have a competent coach who at least can make play calls. And have Chuck Pagano, I can't believe that guy still has a job. Like, it's it's crazy. Well, uh, he had cancer like three years ago. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy had cancer three years ago, so he's going to still have a job in the NFL. It's, it's nuts. It's craziness. Now, that guy has proven that he cannot coach at the, at the high-end NFL level. I mean, I mean Marvin Lewis isn't
1: much better. but yeah.
2: He's not, but he's better than Chuck Pagano. Like, I mean, it, it's, he's at least
3: had eight and eight Yeah, games he doesn't get dumped every- on it until, like, the conference title games.
0: <laughs> Pagano yeah, got I- uh, boosted yeah. by his, uh, what's his name, um, the Arizona coach.
3: Arians.
0: Yeah, he was boosted by Arians. The yeah, one year well, when he uh, got, you know, he was out, whatever. That
1: game is going to be two words, Joe
2: Mixon. Yeah, yeah basically. Uh, well, it's, I mean, you can't trust, what is it? You can't trust Dalton at this point. It's just going to be short passes to to running backs and then the occasional deep ball to A.J. Green. That That is the Bengals game plan in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> Coach Jim has broken it down. He's broken their team one I, sentence I, I, I that's
2: I, what it is I fights
1: on the field with
2: the defense <laughs> yeah well dirty hits when, Yeah, well, you know, I mean, Vontez Perfect is running around the field trying to decapitate people yeah. <laughs> that's, that's basically what he does
0: welcome back Andrew like, meet, meet Vontez Perfect forget remember <laughs> me <laughs> uh, alright uh, who's got another one Tim what's up or Wes yeah, I don't know me last? Yeah. Yeah, I'll,
2: I'll, I'll go I'll go after
0: all right, oh, you're putting me on the spot here. I am going to have to apologize, Roy. I'm going to take the Packers over your Bears. Packers are seven half point favorites. Packers own the Bears in Green hey. Bay. Seven and a half. It's a it's a it's a fake. It's one of those. It's a, it's a trap. They're giving you the extra half, trying to make you think I want that hook. You don't want that hook. This game's this game's ten plus ten plus point victory for the
3: Packs. Got the home homecoming feel to it, for sure. Um, I, I think t- uh, before we started recording, Tim and uh, Roy were ready to announce the Bears were one quarterback short of Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> and I still think that they have, like, coaching problems and, like, general, like, team mentality problems. I know they got rid of Fox, but it's just, like, they're losers. Until <laughs> wow yeah. so Matt Barkley is not on their team. You just can't trust these people.
2: Uh, I won't go that far, yeah, but it's I, I agree I agree that the Packers should be favored by a lot. I, I don't well also you you have to they're like Mac is gonna be huge differences. He's not. The guy is not pro ready right now. He took the entire off-season off season off. He's not ready for this game. I mean, he's going to be playing in it, but he's not ready. So, I mean, this is not going to be the Mac that you are going to be seeing for the rest of the year. So, I mean, I, I agree with you that the that the pack probably is going to win by ten plus points. Uh, I'm not going to disagree with any anything on that. One. What was Aaron Rodgers only lost two games to the Bears in his entire career? It, it he absolutely just dominates the Bears. And, and and not only that, like, if you watched the Bears during the J. Cutler era, it was, it was just painful to watch, especially when you saw a competent quarterback on the other side of the field.
1: But that's why I, I just – I can't get behind the Packers just yet because there's so many changes on the Bears team from the head coach to on the defensive side. They got Trey Burton. I mean, there's a lot more – Allen Robinson, like a lot more weapons and changes, so you could argue that that's a bad. Are these are these
0: really names? Like I don't know these people. Are they? But
1: yeah, so last year they had no wide receivers. Like they all got injured. Like Kevin White was done. Like they had no one. So it was just Mitchell, like running for his life, trying to uh, pass it off to Jordan Howard, who was just getting stuffed.
0: I love calling Mitchell. Mitchell on a first name basis with
1: this boy. Mitchell, (laughs) but. This was under seven or at seven. I think you have to go to the Packers because that's that's easy. But anything over, I just feel like there's too much unknown. I, I just don't. I can't get behind that many points. I think it's 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 too much. Um, I think it might be a, a closer game, especially with Rogers. I don't know how like green light it's going to be. Like, is he going to be absolutely like throwing darts and putting up five touchdowns, lighting up the Bears, or will both teams play a little more conservative? And try to like get their offenses going a little slower, and that's probably, like true for like most all the games. Like it might be a little more, a little more tentative, and with that reason, I just think the seven and a half is just too many points for a division game. And these Bears want to make a statement. Like if anything, they want to let this a division know that they're not like I'm just going to be pushed over again. And this is hopefully a newer, more improved team with some fight. And they had fight last year, but now with uh, some more talent and health. Um, I like the seven and a
0: half here. Well, you heard it right Correct. there. Well, He's three to one.
1: It's, upset it's not a lock at all, but it's <laughs> I, I lean the points.
0: Well, let me tell you a thing or two about uh, Matt Nagy, the uh, yeah. Bears head coach. He led the Destroyers <laughs> to the Arena Bowl, 21, but lost in the championship game to the San Jose SaberCats. Wow. He Sabre was. Cats
3: have been defunct for is
1: like, this is a Wikipedia page. What are you
0: reading? <laughs> he played for the Carolina Cobros in 2004, replacing injured quarterback Jim Kubiak.
3: Ooh. Yeah. Oh, uh, couple yeah. Facts, couple he facts. He was in. under uh, Andy Reid, and that's not like that's like a, a broken down like family tree. Like, oh, Andy Reid knew uh, you know Bill Walsh. Like, 40
2: years ago. <laughs> Easy. So he's owned all the knowledge from Bill Walsh, basically. E- e- easy. Almost every single coach from the Bill Walsh tree has won a Super Bowl, so it, it, it's a little bit different from the Andy Reid tree, which basically none of them have done anything really re- relevant, but go to the playoffs a couple of times.
0: you want to hear something depressing about this new coach, Matt Nagy?
2: Yeah. Let's hear
0: it. Nagy was signed by the Philadelphia Eagles on August 10th, 2009, after an injury to backup quarterback Kevin Cobb. So, this guy's going to be an NFL quarterback. Nagy had been working for the Eagles, blah, 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 blah. The NFL disapproved his contract the following day because it was found he was still under contract with the AFL, even though the league had
2: folded. <laughs> <laughs> what? No way! Has like been around for years. That is so depressing. <laughs> it's Like you're about
0: to live out your dream, and then the the, the paragraph continues. Philadelphia had close at a press conference that they would not pursue a re-signing of Nagy, but that he would continue to be a coaching intern for the team. <laughs> oh man! So
2: he's a chip
3: on his shoulder. Great right. Like I bet he had like a special dinner like that <laughs> night, and then like text messages all morning, are like, sorry, bud, but we need to have you still come in and work for free. <laughs> we need um, to have you be a quality controlled coach. You wanna be a,
0: you're, you're gonna be our Better
3: backup. Better call the Olive Garden, cancel our
0: party. You're gonna be our backup quarterback. Actually, you're an intern.
2: <laughs> Man, that's depressing. But at least, but I mean. You can count on this guy. A coach. This
0: guy fits right in with the Bears. Bottom line,
2: take the Bears, send the points.
3: Yeah. You think this guy make, makes more than uh, Thomas Sulu got when he was... Three? No.
1: Thomas
0: It's like yeah. a combination mean, of, like,
2: Star Trek characters? What? Is that Montez's brother? You mean, you mean Jim Tom Sula? Yeah, these guys <laughs> been, like, one, of the, one of the worst coaches to ever, like... No, Tim.
3: <laughs> the, all these guys are no-name, like wanna be assistant coaches that are
2: lame ducked on the bad teams. I mean Jim Tom Sula was is a great defensive line coach, but he's nothing great. more than that. That's
3: so far down the line into being put in charge of the entire yeah, team. I agree.
2: I agree. That guy was put way ahead of his guard. He was he was way outmatched. He had no clue what he was doing. I mean I just felt bad for him out there he just had no clue the guy was lost and this guy i don't even he got cut by an afl team <laughs> unbelievable
3: all right
2: what is it what is it uh john gruden's brother um he's a coach of the redskins yeah jj gruden yeah jay gruden played in the that afl that, that's how he got his start he is a bad coach Oh, he's not great. I'll, I'll give you that. He's serviceable. That's about <laughs> it. Like he'll get you eight and eight every year. He's another Jeff Fisher.
0: <laughs> he'll get you to the funeral service of your team's lost hopes and dreams.
2: Uh, get you eight and eight every year. All right. How much you got? Uh, yeah, Tim. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, I was I was looking at this Minnesota Niners game. Mm. That's why there nice we go. And. Vikings I mean, six
0: and a half point favorites at home against the the vaunted Niners.
2: I mean, hapless. I, that that is that is gonna be a, that's gonna be a tough game because I mean the Niners are gonna be throwing out some wrinkles <laughs> because they <laughs> Those new players Shannon, on the team. <laughs> well, last last year Jimmy Garoppolo had no clue what the offense was, and this year he now has a clue. He's a very competent quarterback. I'm looking forward to watching him play. I mean, it, this 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 could be an L for the for the Vikings, and it, I think it would sh- shock a lot of people. But I mean, it wouldn't shock me in the least after watching Garoppolo last year. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of hype around surrounding surrounding Garoppolo, but the fact is, he makes our defense better as well because they're not on the field nearly as much. Um. And even though with the loss of Jerick McKinnon, which is a a decently large loss, I mean, it's not a huge loss, but we picked up Alfred Morris. uh, The Niners picked up Alfred Morris, and I I think that that will suffice to at least give him enough boost to at least make this a very, very, very close game. I mean, maybe one or two points.
0: Alfred Morris, 4.8 yards per carry and part-time duty with the Cowboys last year.
2: Yeah. But is he third-down backing, or is it Breta? No, Brita is going to be our third-down back. Alfred Morris is going to be the horse.
3: Really?
1: So you see yeah. a one- or two-point game
2: here. Well, Alfred Morris, he was the third-down back, right, last year? He was last year, but he's going to be the horse this year. Because he, he basically, he, he was on part-time duty last year. So he's healthy. He was a horse with the Redskins. I mean, he can definitely handle a
0: load. The last time Alfred Morris ran for, well, the last time he had over 250 carries was 2014.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's a bad bet. I mean, maybe for, like, futures or whatever of the team, but uh, maybe in week one he, he's fully healthy and
2: can handle. Yeah, you know, he, can handle, he can handle, like, three or four games of handling the major load. <laughs>
0: this, well, which, this is the player well, you're trying to tout to us. He could have three or well, the four thing games. Four of our wheels out. come
2: <laughs> off. I think. Yeah, it's just been a really long time since he. <laughs> well, well the thing is, the thing is, though, he's he's only we're going on a game to game basis here. So for this game, he's completely healthy. The guy only had to do half the preseason. He's healthier than anybody else on that field. <laughs> this is the argument oh, for
0: like, them beating the best the defense in the league like last, last year
2: yeah, Oh, we got, got a. a... Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from the Vikings' defense. I think it's going to be a very close game. It's going to be like 2017, 21, I haven't, 20. Haven't even talked about that. The Vikings like probably upgraded over Keenum
3: with uh, getting Cousins.
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: I mean, they, they're maybe even better than they were last year. I don't know about any other the pieces, but I, I think just historically, you could well, say Cousins is better than Keenum. So
2: right, I agree with you there, but the, you also have their backs. If, we, we had McKinnon, who was their main back last year. Yeah, but they so, had, yeah because Cook Dalvin and, Cook was down. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dalvin Cook is coming off ACL injury. How how do you know he's going to come back completely now? Latavius Murray
3: is the backup who's better than all five of the running backs you <laughs> just
2: talked about. Latavius Murray, is, he's a decent back, but he's not great. He was their main was, guy what, last year. What is he? What did he average, 3.8, 3.9? 3.
0: 3.9, McKinnon 3.8. Yeah. Two hundred and sixteen I mean, carries for Murray, one fifty for McKinnon.
2: They're both not great.
0: I mean <laughs> <that's> just, <laughs> one of them's
2: not even playing. <laughs> yeah, no, one of them's completely injured. So it's like so you're gonna have Dalvin Cook who's coming off off injury, and then you have Latavius Murray as their backup who's probably gonna be their goal line back for that game. So I mean it's a tough it's it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be close.
0: Alright. Alright, Tim Tim says it's close. Uh, Unfortunately,
2: got... I disagree. I see a blowout for the
1: Vikings.
0: Yeah, yeah. Really? No, no faith in Jimmy G, huh? I mean, I
1: I have faith. It's just this is a bad spot for them. On the road, this is the Vikings' home opener. The, the yeah. V- it, I mean that that the middle defense is legit. They have probably the best wide receiver core, like duo. Cousins thrown to them. Uh, healthy Dolphin Club. Yeah, this just has a blowout written all over
0: it. Niners have had a couple of strong uh, season debuts over the last few years. Despite you know pretty subpar, pretty subpar teams, Perfect. they've outperformed Week One a few times. I think.
2: Yeah, they beat the Vikings two years ago on Monday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, they
3: are on the road. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> they're on the, on the road on the East Coast. Like that's like a. I mean, it's, it's obvious Week One, so like no one should be tired or getting jet lagged. But those are three good reasons not to bet bet a team. I just think like the vikings are a better team like by far like i i will well, they are a good team maybe the niners are are an eight and eight team right here but the vikings are maybe like a 13 14 win team this is like a significant difference in skill
0: yeah they were and, basically one decent game from being in the super bowl
2: no i'm not disagreeing with that the vikings are probably the best team in the NFC North. Right now, um, I mean the Packers are good, but I think the Vikings are better. I think the the Vikings probably are going to be eleven and 5, 12 or fourteen. All right. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with anything you guys are saying in that in that factor. The Vikings probably do have the best defense in football right now. Um, other than maybe the Rams, the Rams, I think they're going to be very close. Jaguars are, I think,
3: returning most of the players to Chargers. Chargers are also pretty good. I think the Tim is just saying that he's he might
2: be sprinkling on the money line. Oh. Sprinkle. That's that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying that the Niners are gonna win. I'm <laughs> not saying that. <laughs>
0: that's I'm what not. I'm saying.
2: But <laughs> well, I'm saying the game's gonna be close enough where you could bet on the Niners. And you want, if yeah if you were gonna bet this game you
3: would probably sprinkle a little bit more on the money line than anything with the spread related yeah exactly or
2: blowout or you know a field goal game maybe exactly I, I think it's I, I if you were to bet on field goals I think there's gonna be a lot of field goals in this game
0: all right we've reached the field goal discussion so it's time to move on to the next game nice
2: Roy how are we doing sorry
1: I'm eating something all right good to go. So I'm going, uh, baked Cheetos.
0: Tell us about the flavors.
3: Cheesy. Eat into the mic.
0: (laughs) I want to feel like, I want this to be an ASMR of you eating.
3: Yeah. Are they, are they puffy, regular?
1: How I imagine the sound (laughs) when Aaron Rodgers gets sacked by any single bear defender. Do
0: bears have defenders?
1: Okay, but so for my game, <laughs> I've liked this from the start. From the very first line opened, I am completely off this one team. Not so much a vote of confidence for the other, but off of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I love the football, the, the New York football giants here. Getting points at home. Um, all off season, all my sort of analysis of listen to just says how unbelievable, lucky, healthy talent I mean just the Jacksonville Jaguars defense was last year and the I think the biggest stats that I've heard with um, trends is defense is less predictable from year to year than offense and furthermore pass defense is even more unpredictable than from year to year so the Jaguars had the best pass defense without question so if you take these compiling effects of like that the pass defense is so unpredictable year to year there has to be some regression, and if you look at their run defense, it was actually pretty middle of the pack, if not pretty bad. You could run on the Jags um, on the Jags, so there is, and they were seriously healthy, like unbelievable healthy. Good luck, good fortune, and and so I think all of that just leads to regression. And if if you don't have the solid defense, Leonard Fournette doesn't run the ball. You don't have a fourth quarter lead. Blake Portos doesn't basically fuck up the game for you, and he, and he just hands it off. And it's a totally different team, a different season. If you start entering these fourth quarters with a deficit, like do you want to trust Blake Bortles in the fourth quarter with a game on the line? And I sure don't. So I think we're going to see some immediate and major regression from Jacksonville. Maybe not to like their bad team, but average. And I do not think they should be favored on the road here. Um, New York has its own bunch of problems, but it's their home opener. Saquon should be fine and healthy. Uh, Beckham got paid, and he's fine and healthy. I mean, Eli, obviously, he needs to be protected from the offensive line, but if he can stay upright, I think they can find success in the air and on the ground, and they're getting points at home. Um, This is more just a vote against Jacksonville, and that I I think uh, New York's going to come to play here and expose potentially um, holes in this Jacksonville defense. Uh, So give me the Giants and the points. Hmm. And that is my lock of the week also. Came
0: to play with a lock of the week. Let's hope this confidence rides through to week 17. All right. Let's close out strong with uh, the Monday night games. Sure. We've got the New York Jets, seven-point underdogs at the Detroit Lions.
3: Wowie. That's a that's a hell of a line for the Lions. <laughs> You're to tell me, like, that there's anything that has changed about this team that makes them touchdown favorites?
0: Lions last year, second in the NFC North.
3: Yeah, I don't know. This is a too high of a number for me.
2: Yep, seems high. Tim? Yeah, it it seems very high for me. I, I mean, I've, very little trust at this point. Um, uh, I'm in total agreement on this point.
0: Couple, couple votes for the Jets.
2: Well, I'll be the voice of
1: reason here in this cloud of nonsense that you guys are. <laughs> so, Matt Stafford, the Lions. they're you kind of know what they are. Like right? they're average, but they beat up on bad teams historically. They always have against good teams. They just flounder like fish. And I found the stat. So, Matt Stafford is five and 46 against teams with a winning record in his career so they they shit the bed against good teams but they beat up on bad teams because like you always know the lines aside from that like horrendous year, like where they didn't win a game they're kind of around 500 if not like seven and nine eight and eight so they beat up on bad teams and this was a bad team led by a rookie quarterback in prime time monday night his first start is on the road Detroit this just spells
3: a disaster I don't think a USC quarterbacks ready to play in the prime light this is a little uh, it's this is a little extreme uh, of course I, like he's confident already it. but this is a not so well touted uh, USC quarterback uh, you know taking the Jets to pretty high highs
0: <laughs>
3: it's rather recent history too I think it's believable that this guy can handle uh, playing football in Detroit. There's no doubt that he's capable and
1: talented, but I just think this is a really tough spot for him to go on the road Monday night, first night, against a team that historically beats up on, on bad teams. And I think the Jets are they are a bad team. Um, if I, I mean, they have some fight, but this is just a bad spot for them. So I love the 7 and the Lions.
0: Love the 7. All right.
2: Tim? Yeah, I mean, I I, I just... Don't like the Lions. Uh, it, 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 it's just really. I understand. I understand where Roy is coming from. Matt Stafford is a proven entity, and that he doesn't win. Um, I mean, when was the last time Matt Stafford consistently won games? I mean, the fact is, like the guy is a numbers hound. Like that, that's what he is. That's he that's who he is, and that's what he's been his entire career. He's been a numbers hound, and he's never been consistently able to win games. He's a career and, and
0: 60 and wh- 65 record. Oh, I- yeah, he's a career 60 and 65 record, so five games below 500 as a player.
2: Yeah. As the number one pick? And he, wh- How long has he been in the league now?
0: Six years, seven years? He's 30, so let's see. Six, seven. 2009 was his first year.
2: So nine years, holy smokes! Wow, he was that young when he came in the league. Twenty-one, yeah. Wow. He's thirty now. Beast, and he's never been able to consistently win at, at the highest level. I mean, the how much? Is, how much of
0: that is him and his circumstances?
3: I just think his team sucks. I have nothing. This is like a, everyone gets too wrapped up in the quarterback, like um, valuing, like they're they're two quarterbacks in the last 10 years who've been able to carry gar- garbage teams. And that's no, I'm, not dis-
2: I'm not disagreeing with you, but even when he had a great defense, like top five defense, they were still an okay team. Like they weren't great by any means of the imagination. They were still okay.
0: Where would you rate Matt have- Stafford in the league?
2: I'd say he's a top 10 quarterback. That's says a lot. Of,
0: that says a lot uh, about I, I, the state of the league that this guy that you're basically saying is a failure is a top ten quarterback.
2: I mean, it is. I I mean the quarterback play in the league is not great. Uh, but in terms of numbers, like the guy puts up numbers. There's no doubt about it. I mean, has there been a year where he's put up less than thirty five hundred yards passing? I don't think there has. That ON sixteen year I'm pretty sure. He has
0: he has on. not been he was not on the ON sixteen team.
2: Um, he wasn't. But the, he that has was not the been year he got drafted. That was the year he got drafted.
0: Since he became the starter, he has he has never thrown for less than forty two hundred yards.
2: Exactly, like the guy puts up numbers, but he still can't manage to win win games consistently. So he can't I, beat good teams, but he beats up on bad teams. I teams. Exactly, like just, I,
0: I agree. That's just the team they are, though. They, like if you're a decent team, you should beat bad teams and bad not teams. not good teams. And they will. Yeah. So the question is then are the Jets a bad team or not?
2: I mean, I don't think they're a great team, but I think they're competent enough to keep it close. All right. Again against, against an okay Lions team. Yeah. Cuz the Lions the Lions they're they're going to put up some points, but I think the Jets will put up some points too. I I think they'll keep it close the entire game because the Lions don't have a great defense either. So both teams have okay defenses. <laughs> I think the Lions offense is a little bit better, but not much. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be like five, six points. So, I mean, it's getting well, well within the line.
0: All right. Let's close it out then. L.A. Rams at the once L.A. Raiders. Rams are a a four-and-a-half-point road favorite in Oakland. Army, why don't you start this one off? Is the
3: team still heartbroken because their leader left? Yeah, I, I think this is gonna be a blowout. I would agree in that uh, John Gruden hasn't coached a football game in like five years,
2: and I think it's more than that, dude. I think it's almost
3: it's don't almost, call me dude. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: yeah, I, like he's it's almost, 10 $10 years. it's almost Almost ten does. years.
3: Yeah, he's been commentating for half of them and instructing, you know quarterbacks on ESPN. Uh, that aside, I just don't think... The Raiders have apparently settled to be, like, a 7-9 and nine team, and they don't actually want to win. Whereas, like, the Rams, like, went all in on every free agent. Like, their fifth best, like, free agent signing was, like, and sue which was, like, they didn't even need him. Because <laughs> they have Aaron Donald. But they went and got him. So, I think, uh, it was, like, the L.A. Laker attempt of bringing in all the stars to see what happens, but they're clearly better than the Raiders.
0: Yeah. All right. Tim.
2: Yeah. Roy? Yeah. This is this is going to be an absolute blowout. I'd be surprised if the Rams don't put up forty at least on the on the Raiders, on the on the Raiders this week. Uh, I mean, imagine that blow to your defense when you wake up the next morning after you hear your best player on your team just got traded. Uh, uh, That is just a gut punch. And how do you – because everything that you prepare for for the last three months, you imagine that guy on your roster, he's at his position doing his job. And now you have to completely change up your defense because now you have some second- or third-tier linebacker playing that position against arguably the best offense – in the league. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have, they're going to have no ability to cover Gurley. The problem, the major matchup issue was Mac can cover Gurley. Well, now you don't have Mac. So who's going to cover Gurley out of the backfield? No one. Gurley's probably going to have 150, 200 total yards in this game, maybe three or four touchdowns. Yikes. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. It's it's gonna be ugly, guys. I'm not painting a
1: dire picture as as bad as that. I mean, I think the public perception is is, is what you guys are saying. That Raiders have cashed a in now. They're just like their heads are low. Rams are these this high flying, incredible team, offense and defense. I just so that's one narrative. And the other is I think the Raiders will have like they'll pick themselves up. And yeah, Max's gone, but this is their home opener. And I just feel like They'll have some momentum and and some fight to to keep it close. And I
3: mean, the and one also yeah, last year in Oakland too. So yeah,
1: uh, it's worth noting. This is the second highest total on the board, tied with another game at at a um, four yeah. and a half points, which is interesting because the yeah. narrative that I like with this game is that it's going to be a little more subdued and ground and pound and sort of get the offenses rolling. So very um, not gung ho, sling it. I mean, if if Gurley runs wild, that's one thing. But I think this will be a little more kind of AFC North type football, where it's a little more just kind of defenses bashing it out. And with that, I'll take the points all day. Raiders and the points. Um, I just think the what is, it, what is the
2: points right now? Four, four and a half. You 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 think you think the Raiders' defense is going to be able to hold the Rams close enough? With four and a half.
1: I just don't think they're going to open it up and and start scoring a ton of points on their Raiders. Like Goff is not going to, I think, start chucking it all over. It's going to be Gurley and a very very paced, um, methodical offensive slow well, uh, slog.
2: Uh, well, I, I, all I have to say is that the majority of their offense last year was Gurley coming yeah. out of the backfield and just catching passes, and they were scoring thirty points a game just doing that. And, and I just don't see okay. the Raiders
1: uh, laying down here uh, for the home up and I, right, I don't right, think so. they'll lay
2: it down. I think they're going to bust their asses to try to keep up. But I don't think Derek Carr and Amari Cooper are going to be able to keep up with Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods. <laughs> Cooper, <laughs> <Cup. laughs> Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. a hard time saying that, I know, too.
0: That's a, that's a vaunted name. You said it like it was Randy Moss. Good, good, good show. It's a good sir. Yeah, we got
1: Cooper I mean, Jody Nelson. The beast mode, I mean, there's talent on both sides of the ball for sure.
0: I'm but on I your guess, side, Roy. Uh, I'm going Raiders. I'm going Raiders on the money that. line here. Yeah, yeah. Raiders win this All game. Right, yeah. Rams, golf comes into town. He's got his buddies from Marin in town. Stays out a little, a little too late on on Sunday night. Entertaining entertaining him. Show. him. Show, doesn't show up. Guy was last seen performing poorly in the playoffs. Raiders, money line. I'm there with you. All right. All right, good way to good way to wrap that one up. I'd say uh, excited about football coming back. It's shocking how quickly it goes away, but uh, just as shocking how quickly it comes back.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Well, until the weekend, we'll see.
0: Sounds good. Also, let's get one more thing: NALCS finals Sunday. We've got <laughs> Team Liquid, C Nine, the number one and number two seeds from the North American uh, NA LCS what do we oh, like
1: we'll here we'll see double we'll, we'll see double lift on Sunday yeah, what are the what are rosters that's oh no we're talking uh, League of Legends sorry and CSGO <laughs> <laughs> yeah Ooh.
0: so what do you you guys have any picks here yeah
1: Yeah. Wh- where are you at Roy where I'm, watching
3: you at, C- where are you I'm watching CSGO I don't care about League oh but I'll vote for C9 hmm. how many times do we see Golden Glue Ooh. game
0: one I think uh, so. For me, I, th- I think it's scripted, and I think I think it's C nine in five games. Golden Glue comes in game four, down two to one.
3: I would agree with that. I think it's going to game five. I think they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah, I think C- I think, I th- sorry. I think is, is, is worse, worse on, game on game. liquid, other than uh, Doublelift have and Ole has been playing well. Are kind of like slumping, slash like being carried,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but that's kind of the meta, so. I mean the meta is pretty crazy right now, but it, which is cool, which is nice, fun to watch.
0: Um, I also am reading. For, I'm also reading for C9. Agreed. Yeah, yeah.
2: Team Liquid. There are some tools on that on that crew. Which oh no,
0: I like fun. I like Team Liquid. I I hate I don't like Hundred Thieves. And if if uh, TL wins, Hundred oh, Thieves God. goes to Worlds, and I don't that team sucks.
2: Yeah, I mean the only guy I like on Hundred Thieves is Afro. Move, other than that. Sure, washed up. What do you have against someday?
0: <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't talk enough for Tim. <laughs>
2: yeah, he's a boring. He's a boring fucking guy. <laughs> boring guy he doesn't speak English, so he's boring. has
3: some more dogs against hundred teams. I don't know. I'm thinking about going to that because they're gonna have a adult- Delta Fox play after.
0: Oh yeah, oh, I would. Pay, really? I would rather yeah, watch Delta funny. Fox play that. than Hundred Thieves and TSM.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I would go there to heckle TSM <laughs> like, like
2: for Game Three, like assuming because they, they're going to get swept and just be like, <laughs> well, I, T, "TSM's entertaining." Yeah, yeah, Bjergsen, who's still pretty fucking beastly. Yeah, This uh went
3: to Game Five against the. uh... Finals so, though, I mean. Still a good team, just um
2: Yeah. They, a just lack, they lack consistency. I mean, they they just have games where they just look dominant and other ones where they look like hot garbage. I mean they make bad bearing calls and Yeah,
3: they've been have, having bad uh macro turning like two turds into yeah. one and
2: shit like that. But. Yeah. Yeah, struggling with their macro uh, macro plays. I mean obviously in the micro plays Tim, what's your, like Bjergsen, Tim, but
0: Tim, what are your thoughts on the current meta? What, what are your thoughts on the current meta?
2: I, I find it extraordinarily entertaining. I mean, everybody is, is basically useful other than ADC. <laughs> I mean, the ADC is still relatively useful, but in terms of the other um, top lane, mid lane, jungle... Well, jungle is probably the most useful in the current meta, but... Uh, but yeah, I, I like it. I, I find it more entertaining than the previous metas, which were basically tank tank and bruiser metas, which are fucking boring as hell. I mean the, the tank the tank meta was going back to that for world, so Oh yeah. it was so boring. Poppy. Yeah, Poppy. Maokai. Yep, those are great champions. Tanky, Tanky, Echo. It's like oh, these are boring champions to watch.
0: I do feel like you get uh, the highest level of team fighting when that's the meta, though. Well,
2: that's
3: because everyone
0: wants six it items. Yeah, that's exciting.
3: Yeah,
0: that's true. I like that. All that's right, well, we the finally game made it
3: to late game, so like now we can finally risk it facing each other. Yeah, probably. we can
0: see what the champions can do. It's like it's the difference between like, all right, we're gonna race a bunch of like junker cars. Or like I'm gonna, we're gonna get the five fastest cars in the world, and we're gonna r- run them around a the track as fast as we can until there's one person left.
3: Chances we see Jace this weekend.
0: Jace. Between Impact, Impact doesn't play Jace, and um, I guess someday could play Jace. Or not someday, Jesus. Um, no, sure. Licorice, Licorice oh. takes Jace into someday, or uh, into uh, Impact, maybe.
3: What are you talking about? I know teams is playing TSM. Team is
0: playing Cloud9. Yeah, yeah, but you're saying that we see Jace.
3: Yeah, like Haunter could play it.
0: Oh yeah, into someday. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Doesn't doesn't seem to work so well against Korean teams or Korean players.
3: Bjergsen can pull it out, you know. Bjergsen. Jace. Yeah. Well, I mean, Rio is gonna be on Malzahar duty, so like probably want to try and just. Smash him in.
0: How many more games does Ryu play in NA?
3: Until they send him back, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So next week, he's perfectly satisfied with the uh, (laughs) NA lifestyle.
0: He's not going to pull a Mickey?
3: (laughs) Just like AFK in the middle of the series and go back to Korea? (laughs)
0: Oh, that's great. Great stuff. All right, well, good podcast. We will do it again next week.
2: All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Good night. Good night, guys.